Hi there. Welcome to Wellness 360 Podcast with Drs. Elizabeth Tadikin and Holly Castle. We are here to discuss and help people around the world learn the many ways to heal and thrive in life naturally. We have a unique skill set that we bring to the table between our understanding of naturopathic, functional, and conventional care systems. Stick around and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Elizabeth and Dr. Holly. Hello, and Hello. thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you, as always. And uh, today we are um, excited to talk about something that is pretty much a main um, starting point for a lot of our patients when we first start to work with somebody. And um, and that is actually detoxification um, or other ways that we will put this is uh, helping bring balance to the emunctories, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the organs of elimination, helping all of those organs actually work in optimal function. Yes. So I think more and more people are realizing, and we see this, for example, when people talk about New Year's resolutions. Oh, I'm going to do a detox. Mm hmm. I'm going to do uh, a juice fast. And while that's all well and good, and I'm total, I'm not against it at all. The thing is, is that if you only change your diet for two or three weeks, and then you go back to doing what you were doing before, you really aren't helping your body as much as you think you are. Mm -hmm. So this is why in our paradigm, we start with the diet because almost all of our patient clients have inflammation. Yeah. Lots of inflammation. And so we want to eliminate that. And we do this through refining the diet. Mm. Now, while changing the diet is going to reduce day-to-day um, -day inflammation, we still live in a really toxic world right. with really toxic water and really toxic air and really toxic food if we're not buying organic. And even then, you know, everything that we consume in our environment now is probably contaminated in some way. I just saw an article, I think it was Smithsonian Magazine, mm -hmm. that they have discovered massive amounts of DDT in the ocean floor. Wow. Jeez. This, this is from an era. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, for example, before the um, EPA was established, mm -hmm. they were blanket spraying California, where I grew up, with pesticides yeah. and toxins like DDT. And so most of the people listening to us probably aren't old enough to remember that they pretty much wiped out the condor population mm -hmm. and the bald eagle population in the lower 48 with these substances. And these substances have really, really, really long half-lives. Right. Mm -hmm. They stay in our soil. They stay in our water and our environment. 
for a very long time. Yeah. And they're still there, even if they've sunk to the bottom of the ocean floor. Right. Yeah. Imagine where they've sunk in your body. (laughs) (laughs) So people go, I'm eating healthy. I'm getting enough exercise. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. In today's environment, it is still not enough. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a much deeper process um, that goes cellular. In, exactly in the way that we work with detoxification it's not just a juice fast you know for a week <laughs> it's great especially if you do it on a fairly regular basis this helps mm-hmm. clean out the colon it helps you know reset a lot of you know bodily functions that need to be assisted um in most of our sedentary lives yeah But then there's another level to this, and this is a level I'm very passionate about, and it's called biotherapeutic drainage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this has emerged out of the tradition of German biological medicine. Mm -hmm. And German biological medicine goes back to the 1800s, for example, when people used to go to the water, go take the waters. Yes. So this was this was a way for them to detoxify, was to go to these therapeutic baths, these hot springs, these mineral waters, and have cold, cold baths too. Yes, exactly. Cold, cold. What do they call that now? Cold. Well, it, uh, they. I just know in like Bath, Germany. I think it is. They. Uh, I think it's, it, it, I could have the name cor- incorrect, I'm sorry, of the city, but it's the town in Germany where hydrotherapy really came to be, um, constitutional hydrotherapy, and they have the cold water waiting pathway. Yes. yes. And so we have colleagues who do um, swimming in, you know, very cold water and yeah. to stimulate the circulatory system. Right. Well, most of the doctors who were involved in this movement were also master herbalists, and they became involved too in the homeopathy movement. Mm-hmm. And they really, because they understood herbalism extremely well, um, they were able to apply homeopathy very skillfully. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a different era, but they even then recognized that we had to address detoxification on the intracellular level. Right. And in the general circulation, not just, you know, are you having a bowel movement every day and are you urinating adequately and are your kidneys functioning and are you breathing, deep breathing? And it it, it kind of goes beyond some of that, that material physiology yeah to a more energetic level yeah mm-hmm. now yeah. you and I both know that what we're talking about here is hard for a lot of people who are engaged in the conventional medical paradigm to swallow yeah it definitely is not um the type of thing you're going to hear about in in any of those circles <laughs> Part of the reason for this and part of the reason it's largely dismissed is because this is the ultimate in individualized medicine. Right. So before we we started um, this particular podcast, we were, you know, we we like to chat. (laughs) (laughs) 
And sometimes we're like, oh shoot, I wish we were recording that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. But anyway, we were talking about how if you're testing a substance, you actually have to test it under the right environment to get the right results. So if you're testing a conventional medicine and you, you know, you want the right result, you have to actually use it for the right condition. So you're not going to test penicillin by seeing if it works on rheumatoid arthritis. Because mm -hmm. even if you throw it at a hundred thousand people, you are not going to get the results you're looking for. Right. Well, because homeopathy is highly individualized. Most of the studies are privately conducted because there's no profit in this kind of medicine, in energetic medicine or in herbal medicine or in anything we do as naturopaths, really. We're not um, patentable. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can't expect to throw Arnica at 20,000 people and get the same result. Mm -hmm. You have to give it to the people who need it. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. it, and that's why it's often dismissed because the studies that are very positive, and I have 16 pages of them, um, of you, you know, URLs and references for positive studies, um, they're all very small because mm -hmm. you have to select the right people for the right remedy. Right. It's very hard to generalize what it is we're doing. Yeah, and that's that's a I find personally that that is the case when it comes to trying to find studies for uh, single remedy homeopathic um, and sometimes combination homeopathic like finding when it comes to drainage uh, and what you're talking about. Um, for example, with using Unda or something like that, mm -hmm. you find though uh, it's a little different when it comes to that aspect because of the fact that what we are working on is, I mean, when just doing, for example, the basic drainage trio, um, that's really just to help the organs start to move better in their yes. processes. And Yes. So the advantage of having a combination homeopathic mm -hmm. or what we also call complex homeopathy, mm -hmm. the advantage to this is that each remedy, each bottle is put together in a way, a very skillful way, yeah, almost on the level of master herbalism, master homeopathy, uh, where these particular remedies, these particular substances are acting synergistically. They're supporting each other. And it's kind of like a lock and key approach. And not only that, but when you have complex homeopathy, you can actually cast a wider net mm -hmm. because right. one of these remedies is going to land in exactly the right place, yeah. most likely. Right. And so it, it can be a very, very efficient way of treating somebody, especially when we we're talking about complex homeopathy, but complex homeopathy is best used for complex cases. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because these are the people who come to us very and they haven't gotten the results they wanted from conventional medicine. And now they have side effects. And so they're taking medication for their side effects and their bodies are really toxic now. Right. 
and really, really taxed. Which can make, um, sometimes that can make single remedy homeopathy a little bit more difficult to even take, do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it's like, I found that when I, in this type of situation, when someone is that um, complex and sick, really, you know, um, that drainage is is so important because it helps even a single remedy homeopathic, like actually stick better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, really, it really does. Yeah. And I often use multiple single dose homeopathics in a mm -hmm. case mm -hmm. because I'm addressing different layers or different levels of the, per, of the disturbance in the person, yeah. Yeah. their nervous system, their digestive system, their musculoskeletal system. Yeah. By the time someone's on multiple prescription medications, every system is engaged. Right. And not only that, but we recognize that there's a tradition, you know, we recognize traditionally that there are also different ways in which different people discharge toxins. Right. So I think now we consider this to be epigenetics. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. We yeah. now have a modern terminology for what our, you know, forebearers are, you know, in, in our tradition have talked about for 250 years. Right. Yeah. We it's actually have an explanation. We can see that people have SNPs. And when they have SNPs, they have a harder time detoxifying certain things. Well, in our tradition, we would have called this, um, you know, uh, psychotic or luetic miasm. Mm -hmm. right. And but now we can actually see the correlations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so, of, it's so wonderful. It's miraculous. Yeah. Science is finally eventually going to be able to explain what we do. You know, there's one um, researcher, Dr. Iris Bell, and she has been down at U of A. And if anyone has like from a conventional side of practice has been doing the most in, if, to get some research behind homeopathy, I would say it's, it's Dr. Iris Bell. She has so many amazing studies that have been done to show um, the uh, almost try, trying to kind of come to turn, figure out what is the actual mechanism of action when it comes to homeopathy. Mm -hmm. That's been really amazing. And I think that as our, you know, our tools are becoming more sophisticated, especially in picking up more subtle. Yeah. Cause that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. More subtle energetic fields. Mm -hmm. Like the um, nanoparticles and, and yes, because we, we know that an, every herb has its own um, energetic imprint. And yeah. And you can see it on like a, spe a spectrograph. Mm -hmm. Well, homeopathics do this too. You yeah. can actually see the different, you know, um, energetic. it's it, like an imprint, right? It is. Yeah. So they have their own um, energetic fingerprint, just like herbs do or crystals or anything else that's natural. Mm -hmm. But when you try to get an energetic fingerprint on something like aspirin, well, aspirin is probably not a good yeah, example. Aspirin is actually based from white willow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, even though it's still just like they pulled out a single component, it's not the entire spectrum of like, you're better off with white willow. 
Yeah, you are better off with white willow. But okay, let's use like Advil, which we know is entirely chemical. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there is no, there is no range of color coming off of that because it's dead. Mm-hmm. It's dead medicine. Mm-hmm. It's not living medicine. Mm-hmm. And so, so really, that tells me everything I need to know about exactly. it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. I haven't always enjoyed good health because I was a former migraine sufferer and I was able to resolve that um, through diet and biotherapeutic drainage. Yeah. And I haven't had migraines in years and years and years. Mm-hmm. But I just, no, I'm not taking conventional medicine for this stuff. It's Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so like just even coming back to the, the a, a basic understanding of detoxification, um, the idea that, again, where we're trying to help these organs of elimination at, at a basic level, like let's just say we're trying to help these organs of elimination, the, like especially the colon, the kidneys, the um, the lungs, the skin, all the things that help get toxins out of the body. Um, when, when taking dead medicine, like you're saying, that is just putting another layer of toxin in the body that we have to then work on getting out. Like, exactly. You know? And then you think of these people that might take Advil every day because they've got a backache and, you know, and that backache could be coming from the fact that maybe they're eating too much sugar. Let's just like, you know, could just be that <laughs> like, yeah. and it's causing inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. And they haven't exercised in years. So There's those it. muscles are, are not strong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Huh? There's so, so many factors. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to detoxification and the way that we typically go about it, like uh, we're always going to want to, first of all, ensure that we have done our best to remove all the obstacles to a proper detoxification program, maybe yes. uh, to be done. And we're, our goal is always to assist as much as possible to make habit changes so that this type of thing is actually doing the job it's supposed to do, which is helping a person get to optimal health, um, you know, and so maybe, and then maybe they might only have to do it every year just because after Christmas or whatever, after the holidays, <laughs> you know, they, right. they fall back on the wagon. Yeah. Well, so- what we're saying is that there are layers and to detoxification. Yeah. And we try to address this layer by layer and depending on the complexity of the person's health status, we may need to go to deeper and deeper levels of detoxification. And so we're going to start with just sweeping the floor, cleaning up the diet mm-hmm. right And then we, we might go to fasting or intermittent fasting, both of which are excellent tools. Yeah. It may not be enough for most people, especially in our toxic world. Yes, exactly. Then we go to the next level. Right. Yeah. And we have some amazing tools for this. Yeah. And that's here to talk about brands, but 
-hmm. you know, all Dr. Tadakin and I both use the highest quality products that we can find almost entirely from Europe. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they understand this medicine. Right. Use this medicine. They, this German biologic type of medicine is, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's for sure. And, and I think one more point I, I just want to drive home with it is because of the fact that like uh, when Dr. Holly was talking about the DDT getting stuck in the floor of the sea and the other idea is that that type of a toxin could be almost, you know, these, these heavy metals and all these toxins, they actually will get stored in your, in your cells and in your fat cells, especially in things like that. So you could be, um, you could be trying to do a cleanse, but it's not even touching your cells. It's not allowing your cells to dump the toxins. And that is what this type of medicine does. This type of um, drainage, these drainage systems do is they help your cells dump. But then what's more important at that point is to ensure that you're collecting all that toxin and getting it out of the body. So first of all, we always want to make sure those uh, those major systems of elimination are working. So no constipation, um, you know, making sure that you're drinking plenty of water and getting your, your urinating properly. And yeah, you can break a sweat. Yes. Amount of fever. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All important tools for helping the body. One clue, the number one clue that I've seen ever since I've been in practice for 25 years, if a person does a detox and they feel worse, mm-hmm. they do a fast and they feel worse they need, they need biotherapeutic drainage. Yes. Yes. That's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the toxins are stuck. Yeah. They stay in circulation. And so they, they don't feel good afterwards. Yeah. The exactly. reason for this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, so sometimes you might hear, you know, some people say, oh, a detox, that's, that's just a bunch of hooey. Yes, and we do hear this, don't we? Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not, and it's actually something that that the body any these days absolutely needs assistance with. And this point is so so important that it's important to recognize when you actually need that to go and get that assistance. Like, Mm -hmm. so don't just do a detox and think that all these symptoms you're having afterwards are just what it is. No, you actually want to um, go find the right doctor to help you get through this or, or whoever you feel comfortable with, but, you know, find somebody who's, who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that might all have been as clear as mud. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, and we're, but we're going to touch on this topic over and over and yeah. over because it's, Dr. Yeah. Tabakin and I have very similar approaches in our practices, mm-hmm. and uh, we feel that this this is the fulcrum point, right? Yeah, it is. It really is, and 
um, you know, just sometimes I, I've thought, oh, we'll just do one round of drainage. And then I'm, I'm rec recognizing, no, no, we, we need many, many multiple rounds of drainage <laughs> to assist. Yeah. I mean, so, I had a patient today ask me, is this something that you think you sh I should be on continuously? And I said, yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you keep wanting to change you know, the combinations, because you don't want the body to adapt to what you're doing and get lazy again. Right. You keep stimulating the elimination process. And the way to do that is to keep, keep moving the target a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is why in my protocols, I very rarely put someone on even a nutraceutical for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I might even say, oh, you've been on that multivitamin for six months. Let's switch it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do the same thing. Yeah. Let's um, do a different one because we want to keep shaking things up just a little bit so that the body doesn't get lazy. Mm -hmm. And because most of us, our natural state is rest. Right. Mm -hmm. And rest means things don't move a lot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah you, you don't want to use the same multiple vitamin for years on end and you don't want to use the same form of magnesium for years on end and you don't want to use the same combination of biotherapeutic drainage remedies for months and months and months yeah exactly yes well, if we can, if um, if I get the opportunity to put any of the links to some of the um, research papers in the notes on this episode, I'll do that. Um, so we'll get that organized. But um, but yeah, this is definitely one of these big topics that um, we'll be coming back around to, especially as we maybe you know, use different techniques in our practices, we'll start to bring more details. And I, the way the world is right now, this is a huge thing that we are finding um, is just so important anymore. Um, and it's just, it's going to be a much bigger process that people are recognizing now that they absolutely need to incorporate. So um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely important. Well, wonderful. Right well, thank on. you for listening to this philosophical. Yeah, as always. Patient, yes. And like I said, we'll be revisiting this many, many times. And hopefully we will provide clarity. Yeah, absolutely. Move more towards the topic. Yes. All right. Well, we will see you um, or we will talk with you in a couple of weeks. And um, thanks again for joining us, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.